Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Live from Klondike Cates, welcome to the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show, presented by First State Orthopedics, featuring the head coach of Delaware Blue Hens Football, Danny Rocco. And now, your host, the voice of the Delaware Blue Hens, Scott Klatskin. Exactly 24 hours, Delaware football will begin a new era under head coach Danny Rocco. And for the next hour, we'll get you all set for kickoff as we take a look at the 2017 Blue Hens. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show presented by First State Orthopedics. We are live from the heart of Main Street, Klondike Cates, in front of a crowd of some of the very best and most passionate UD football fans, thank you so much thank for you. coming out. I'm Scott Klatskin. I am very thankful to be here. I'm honored to welcome to the show for the very first time Blue Hens football coach Danny Rocco, everyone. Thank you very much, Scott. Great to be here. Great crowd. Uh, certainly excited uh, to get started. And uh, you're coming from, you know, it's a short week. It's a, it's a busy week for you. I'm sure it's a different because the game being on thursday so are you coming from from practice i am we finished up uh, about 45 minutes ago and uh usually our friday practice and to me this is friday so our friday right. practice is um more of a walk through a lot of substitutions and kind of going over a lot of different uh situations that might come up in the game and uh we got off the field about 45 minutes ago and uh I had a couple things to deal with in my office, nothing too significant, but uh, certainly excited to be here tonight. Well, good. We are excited to have you. you. And uh, we are going to, for the next hour, uh, go over the offense, go over defense, special teams. We'll talk Delaware State, so we've got plenty of time uh, to go over all of that. So I want to take this first segment and give a little background, talk a little bit about yourself and how you came to, to Delaware because, you know, you had a whole lot of success, and I think that's one of the reasons this room is full is because your winning resume, everyone is really excited to have you with us. But you had a whole lot of success at Richmond. I think possibly a, an injury to a quarterback away from possibly a national championship a, a season ago. But your year ends and this opportunity becomes available. Why was it time for you to become the head coach of the Blue Hens? Well, I think timing, uh, you used the word time. I think timing is such a critical uh, aspect of this profession right here. And uh, there were a number of things that had caught my attention about the University of Delaware and its football program over the years. And um, I'd had a number of conversations with uh, coaches in this league and administrators in this league. And uh, I really believed, and I certainly uh, believe even more so now, uh, that this is the right time. Uh, I think that in, in my world, in my profession, usually if you have the right people in place, then it's the right time. And uh, with Dr. Asanis and um, his support and the Board of Trustees and their support, I mean, there, there is a, a legitimate uh, commitment being made to all of our athletics programs. And 
uh, with Chrissy Raywalk uh, at the helm, uh, offering a really strong leadership and, and vision for the future. And I would say that the word vision was the word that really captured me, and um, it was a word I used on both ends of this equation and uh, as far as leaving and coming. Uh, but I do uh, recognize a vision uh, for the future um, and a plan, and, and I think that's a huge part of it. And since our arrival, um, I've seen it's been validated uh, by the people I've met and by the fan base and the alumni. So uh, there's a lot of enthusiasm uh, for that. Absolutely. Now, take me back to early, mid-December 2016 and how it all came about, because I can imagine that must have been a whirlwind of a 48 hours for you. December 10th, probably we're talking 7 o'clock, 7.30. Richmond loses uh, to Eastern Washington okay. in the playoffs. December 13th, <laughs> University of Delaware announces you as the new head coach. So very quick turnaround for you. What was going on during during that span? Well, just so you know, it, it's going to be hard for me sometimes to go back to this morning and tell you what I had for <laughs> breakfast. So going back to December <laughs> It uh, can be challenging for me, but uh, my best recollection, and I'll always try to be honest and truthful, you know, with uh, how I communicate. Um, you know, I had some discussion uh, w- with Chrissy. Uh, we had an open date, um, you know, late in the year, and we had a phone conversation. And then at the end of the regular season, we had a, a follow-up conversation, uh, and there was interest on both sides. Uh, my party line was and it never changed and I, and I offered this to the media as I was working uh, the postseason I was committed to uh, advancing our program as far as we could in the postseason and at the end of the season I was going to take a step back and communicate with uh, ambassadors and leaders from uh, both of the universities and um, and that's what I did and in, in doing so and I've said this before with Chrissy and I don't think she minds me uh, communicating this way but she was so relentless in her pursuit, and um, and I, I really appreciated it. It was the, the passion that she brought to the table uh, that was very real and very significant. And, uh, you know, we had some very unique conversations uh, throughout the process. Um, and even though there, there was this strong indication or this likelihood that this was going to happen, I just think everyone always has to recognize that these things really aren't done until they're done, you know. And um, there was communication with me on other parts, and there was a lot going on there. But it was a quick turnaround, and I was committed to making a rapid uh, decision uh, as I was kind of weighing our options. And at the end of the day, uh, just really felt that it was the best future uh, for me and my family. Uh, My wife, Julie, is with us here tonight in the back. Julie, if you would, please. Thank you very much. Um, And uh, so, you know, I'm, you know, excited about the future. And to me, I wanted to look to the future and feel like that support and that energy uh, was going to be there uh, to see this thing through. And, And that's how this really played out. Well, we are, are glad that she was relentless, that's for sure, to, to bring you to town. Earlier in the year, uh, I kind of introduced myself, sat down in your office, and we had a conversation just so you know you would know who I was and kind of some of the things we would do during the season, including tonight's show. But you spoke to me about uh, coaching here 
being a privilege, and, yeah. and that really stuck to me, and, and playing here being a privilege, and, and being the broadcaster for the team being a, a privilege, and that I thought, that message that you shared with me, I thought was very powerful when I, when I left that, that room, that really stuck with me. If you wouldn't mind, would you share a little bit about yeah. uh, what you mean when you say that it's a privilege to be here at Delta? Yeah, and I offered that uh, earlier today at, at the luncheon, and so I don't want to overstate it, but I just... I think one of the most important things that we all have to recognize is that the privileges that we have and we're not entitled to anything like and and I tell my student athletes as they sit in the team room that it's it's a privilege to be in that chair and like if they don't recognize that that is the truth then their attitude towards other things is never going to be right you know if they think they're entitled to that seat or to that jersey number then everything else that happens within the program is not going to happen appropriately. And I have said that there were students sitting in those chairs for 100 years before, and they'll be there 100 years after. This is our moment in time, and you have to recognize the privilege of representing this university and its athletics program and its football team. But then I'm also very quick to say it's a privilege for me to stand in front of you uh, because there have been many very successful coaches before my arrival, and there will be many successful coaches after my time has ended. So it's the ability to have the right attitude and to be in the moment. And, and those are really two real legitimate things that we have worked hard to communicate to our young people, being in the moment, the significance of being in the moment, and then having the right attitude, and if you, you'll have the right attitude if you recognize it's a privilege. If you don't get that, then it's going to be hard to have the right attitude and to be appropriate in a lot of your interactions. That was one of the messages that I'm sure of many that you've shared with your team over the summer. And as we get closer to kickoff tonight, it's just you and I will we'll have players later on in the season. But because it's so close to kickoff, uh, they're in a routine, I'm sure. What do you have your your student-athletes doing tonight in preparation as part of a routine to get ready for tomorrow? Because it is an odd week. It's a Thursday game. Yeah, it is unique. And what we're doing this year, um, and, and I've been doing this for really, I think, every year that I've been coaching. So, uh, But we're taking our student-athletes off campus the night before the game. And uh, I think the vast, vast majority of programs in our league are doing that. And you know, being a little bit new here to the community and not really understanding some of the dynamics with housing and where guys are, what apartments they're in. I'm just uncomfortable with, you know, our boys, you know, night before the game, you know, it's being in their dorm rooms. I just don't know what uh, all might be going on. So um, I guess maybe I do know. That's why, <laughs> that's, that's why I took them to the hotel. So you know, especially for a Saturday game or it's Friday night, I just that's just a concept that I, I can't get away from. So uh, we took our team uh, after the walkthrough today uh, to a hotel uh, just south of Wilmington, uh, Sheraton, and um, uh, they're there. We'll have meetings tonight, um, and uh, we'll have a couple other events. We have an optional chapel that we'll have tonight. We'll have a team meeting tonight with a highlight video or an energy video. Um, my message I offered today, uh, because I will not be there uh, tonight, 
And since, you know, this show will continue to be on Wednesday, this will be the only time that I will not be at that meeting at night. But the oddity about this one is that we have class tomorrow morning. And very seldom, if ever, do you have class Saturday morning. Okay, so our student athletes, we got two buses leaving tomorrow. The first one leaves the hotel at 7, okay, to get them here for their 8 o'clock classes. And the second bus leaves at 8 to get them here for their 9 o'clock classes. And then we'll kind of get into our normal routine uh, just after noon. Yeah, a lot going on to get yeah, ready going for yeah. uh, the first game, which is tomorrow. And we've got yeah. a whole lot more to talk about on this Blue Hens football coaches show. We're going to take a timeout. We come back. We'll look over the offense that will be leading the Hens onto the field tomorrow against Dell State. We'll take a timeout here from Klondike Cates. It's the Blue Hens football coaches show presented by First State Orthopedics. Saving money on Shell gasoline just got a lot simpler. Log on to ValueDaysFuel.com to find a participating Shell Value Days gas station near you and save 20 cents off every gallon of Shell premium gasoline every Tuesday and 5 cents off all Shell gas all day on Thursdays. Value Days Fuel savings are just a click away. ValueDaysFuel.com. That's ValueDaysFuel.com. Looking for a new way to raise money for your community group, school, or sports team? Sign up today at grouprays.com slash Capriati Sandwich, and we'll donate 20% of the sales back to your group. Dine in and takeout sales are included. It's a tasty way to raise money. Group Raise is available at the Capriati's locations in Newark, Hokesson, Kirkwood Highway, Middletown, Smyrna, Bethany Beach, and Kennett Square. Don't forget, grouprays.com slash Capriati Sandwich when it's fundraising time. People's Plaza and Blue Hen Football are teaming up for the 2017 season. Stop into any one of the 80 businesses in People's Plaza and register to be the People's Plaza fan of the game. The winner will receive four tickets to a UD football game, parking pass, and an autographed football from Coach Rocco. So make your way to People's Plaza near the intersection of routes 40 and 896 to enter and win. People's Plaza. Eat, shop, and more. They do have it all. For more information, visit peoplesplaza.com. Come experience a new direction in healthcare. Star Health at the University of Delaware. Star Health offers the clinical health services you need to stay well and feel great. A nurse-managed primary care center, nutrition and exercise counseling, health coaching, speech, language, and hearing services, our nationally renowned Delaware Physical Therapy Clinic, and a new concussion clinic. It's all under one roof at UD's Star Campus. Visit udel.edu slash starhealth to learn more about a new direction in healthcare. From Klondike Cates on Main Street, this is the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show. Presented by First State Orthopedics. Welcome back to the Blue Hands Football Coaches Show presented by First State Orthopedics live from Klondike Kate. The Blue Hands Football Coaches Show is presented by First State Orthopedics. First State Orthopedics has Delaware's top docs, team physicians, and UD professors taking care of Delaware. If you need to see them, call 302 731 2888 to make an appointment. First State Orthopedics, the team taking care of Delaware. I'm Scott Klatskin here with head coach Danny Rocco. And, Coach, we're going to talk a little bit about the offense in this segment, break it down and uh, go through some personnel and the players that will be on the field for the offense against Delaware State. And when we talk offense, usually we start with that quarterback position. Joe Walker is one of three offensive captains this year, and I thought that was really big. For a player that statistically has not put up a, a whole lot of numbers over the past 
two years, now an upperclassman, for him to earn that level of trust, that uh, level of... When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Respect to be voted on as a captain. What has he done uh, to get to that point? Well, I'm hopeful to be able to kind of lay it out there in a way maybe a little better than I did earlier today. But I, I think um, what, what we did here uh, heading into the spring is uh, – or started heading into the summer mm-hmm. – you know, we brought in a transfer quarterback in J.P. Caruso. Um, we had a number of workouts, senior-led workouts, throughout the course of the summer. Um, I think that in, at the end of the day, you know, one of the things that we have to do and I have to do is I have to create competition. I have to always be looking for ways to create competition and make sure everybody knows that they have got to perform to earn or to hold on to their job. And it's very interesting in, in college athletics to just see how some people respond and other people don't. I mean, we're talking about the quarterback position right now, but, you know, there's other positions on the team where guys really responded and some guys didn't really respond the way that I thought they would. Joe was one of the guys that responded, and I um, really would not have known going in how he would respond to the transfer, uh, to the competition. Uh, he had an outstanding summer as far as working uh, with the senior-led workouts. Uh, he had an outstanding summer in school, uh, which is, to me, they go hand-in-hand. Hand. I mean, if you are struggling in school, I don't know how you can be successful in doing anything else in your life. They truly go hand-in-hand. Hand. So he had his best summer. He had his best session in school in the summer. He had his best summer workout cycle. Okay, he had his best summer camp. Uh, to your point, though, Scott, I think is really, really interesting that uh, when it was all said and done, he really earned the trust of his teammates, and he earned the position. And uh, therefore, um, it was easy for me to, to move forward. You know, one of the things that um, I think one of the greatest honors that you can have as a student athlete is being nominated captain, okay? And if you gave me 30 words. Danny, you got 30 words to describe your whole career. Well, 30 words. Wow. I would say I was a captain at Wake Forest in 83. I would say that. Okay, now what do I have left? I was a captain at Wake Forest in 1983. That's why I said 83. All right, we'll do nine. Okay. All right, so, but that's such <laughs> a big part of the equation. You know what I mean? Like, I would never leave that out. Mm-hmm. If I was going to define who, what I've done in my career, I would never leave that out. How, why would I leave that out? So you want to create opportunities to build leaders, develop leaders. And at the end of the spring, and I've been doing this for six years, that we vote for captains at the end of the spring. Okay, I tally the votes. And then I always let them know that we will do it again at the end of summer camp. And it allows people to continue to work towards being a leader. Uh, so I'm very encouraged by it. Uh, and uh, I know that our student, our players are. 
And I do think it, it is a jolt of confidence, you know, for anybody uh, that gets recognized with that type of uh, uh, title. And we're excited to see what Joe can do as a junior. And going back to the first two seasons of his career as a starter, a freshman, a sophomore, and we've talked about it here on Wednesday night, some of the struggles he's had. But some of the, the problems in the passing game, weren't always the throwing part of it. It sometimes was the catching part of it because it takes two uh, to tango. Who are some of the wide receivers, tight ends, people catching the football that has shown improvement from spring to summer since you've been here? Well, before you can throw and catch it, you got to protect. You know, mm-hmm. so okay. uh, we, we've got to protect our quarterback. And uh, so it starts there in the O-line. But to answer your question, I, I, I feel really good about the development of the receiving core. Um, Scarf and Whaley at, at tight end uh, are, in this league, you know, th- that's a very, very good tandem. And um, I've got high expectations for both of those youngsters there. Yoakum at fullback, though his role is going to be a little different. You know, that threesome right there, big-bodied fullback tight ends, that's legit. Um, you, I said – all camp long, Jamie uh, Jarman's had an outstanding camp. Uh, we went out and got him contacts. How do you like that? <laughs> you know, the, the I, difference I, vision can make vision. Right? Yeah, catching wow. the ball. You know, um, I saw him. I don't remember when it was, and I just flat asked him, "Have you ever had your eyes tested?" You know, it, was, like, it was a bad practice. He was having a bad practice. Was that a bad I practice? <laughs> well, that's right. It was the spring. And then he went out and got his eyes tested. He came back. Hey, Coach, guess what? They're giving me these contacts. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, maybe that's why he didn't hit the curveball very good. I don't know. <laughs> but he he's catching the ball. Cherry yeah. Cherry's had a great camp. I mean, okay. I, I, uh, I've i worked um, hard to communicate and to, to kind of connect, uh, and he's responding. I mean, that's – you know, they have to respond. You can lead a horse to water, right? You can't make him drink. I mean, uh, he's responding. And I thought the greatest news of the summer was we got clearance with uh, Vinny mm-hmm. uh, Papali as far as being able to be activated. Uh, Going to have him on a pitch count here uh, week one, maybe week two. Um, and then we brought in some freshmen, and, and the freshmen can play. And once again, they created competition. And the way these older kids reacted when these three freshmen came out there and were jumping and catching and, mm-hmm. you know, good-looking athletes, good bodies. Um, uh, so the whole position. But I will have to say this. I should have said it about Joe, uh, and I'm, I'm negligent for not saying it. Matt Simon's doing a great job with our offense uh, and with uh, uh, Joe. And then uh, Eric Campbell is was just the perfect uh, uh, fit uh, for that group of receivers. And, uh, Eric has got outstanding experience, as does Matt. Um, uh, Eric uh, came here, you know, after having been at Michigan for quite some time, and he's coached some really great and dominant receivers. And, you know, Matt and Eric, they both get the big picture. I mean, you got to win day-to-day. Our theme has been win today, win today. But they've got to see the big picture and the ability to develop these kids. And um, so there's been a lot of uh, growth um, in those areas, and and again, I know your perspective and mine are different, and I, I appreciate that. I'm not, you know, I, I appreciate that, but I know from spring to summer, my perspective's different. Okay. Okay. So you know, like you said, it takes two to tango, right? You got to throw and you got to catch it. So you know, we're throwing it and we're catching it better, and that's been pretty uh, legitimate and pretty consistent. And 
the one thing uh, my teams had done well the last several years, and we've chucked it and we've thrown it down the field. Uh, but even then, the guys have to go up and catch it, mm-hmm. you know. And when you start getting guys that go up there and two-hand, short to the ball, strong hands, catch the football, finish the catch, you start getting so much more confidence in your ability to do that. So uh, I think it's trending well, and, and hopefully they'll uh, we'll execute well uh, tomorrow night. And we'll find out uh, starting tomorrow. And so much to talk about on the offensive side of the ball and, and all over the place here with Danny Rocco on the Blue Hens football coaches show. You started uh, with talking about protecting the quarterback. How much of an advantage is it? For you to come in and you look at the offensive line and, and how important the offensive line is to have a guy that's going to touch the ball on every play be a four-year starter in Captain Brody Kirk. Yeah, he's he's a really neat young man. I've enjoyed uh, getting uh, to know him and, and to being around him. And, um, you know, he's a guy, too, though, that uh, despite um, – all of his experience and the things that he has excelled at, there's things that he still needs to work at. And, and one of them is communication. And, and that's kind of really an entry because that's where it all starts. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's a very talented player. He's very quick, first step quickness. He gets on people fast. Um, he's got to communicate better. And that's kind of what we learned in the spring about just being able to really identify the defense, identify the Mike linebacker, communicate, do the things that you have to do to help that front five out. And uh, we have made a lot of progress there with that, and I'm excited about that. I feel good about our offensive line. I think we have a couple interchangeable parts, you know, guys that can roll in and out. Um, you don't see that much in the offensive line, and we're not going to really feature it a whole lot. Uh, but we, it's good to know that we have some guys that can, you know, get in that lineup and uh, create some depth. Will you be doing some switching at the guard position? You have you have Lutz who hasn't played much. Bay is the the Penn State transfer, and then Farinella is coming off that injury. Yeah, that, that's where we're going to um, look at this game in particular to try to. Uh, really decide our best path moving forward. Uh, but Trump and Pepe will be locked in there at tackle. Kern will be locked in there at center. And then we'll, we'll, we have a system in place. We have a, a substitution pattern in place. And we'll kind of stay true to it uh, through the game and then watch the film and, and maybe make some more definitive decisions. But uh, uh, you always want to have options uh, in the offensive line. All right, that's the offense uh, for now, and uh, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about a new-look defense for the Blue Hens. We'll be back in a moment on the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show. presented by First State Orthopedics. We are live at Klondike Cakes. At Kiyosera, we see your company differently. We see your documents, how they are accessed, what it takes to keep them secure, and how well your workflow is flowing. Companies throughout the region choose Kiyosera and excel business systems. Want your entire document infrastructure to run more efficiently and cost-effectively? Listen to the experts at Excel Business Systems. Schedule your free assessment today with Excel Business Systems. 302-453-1500. Your copier company and a whole lot more. Churrascaria Saudades, more than a restaurant, we are a Brazilian steakhouse. A taste of Brazil awaits you at Churrascaria Saudades. Find us at the Newark Shopping Center. 
American Spirit Federal Credit Union now offers free Casasa checking. With free Casasa checking, you earn 4% cash back on everyday debit purchases with no category restrictions. That's right, 4% cash back paid each month. You'll also enjoy no monthly service fees and receive cash back with refunds on ATM withdrawal fees nationwide. Go to AmericanSpirit.org or visit any American Spirit Federal Credit Union location in Newark, Middletown, and Dover and ask for free Casasa checking. That's AmericanSpirit.org. The area's largest family-owned and operated pet supply store is proud to support Blue Hens football. Concord Pet Foods and Supplies, with 28 locations, was started here in Delaware by Larry Mutchler 36 years ago. Experience the difference at Concord Pet. Their outstanding staff will help you with everything your pet needs. Plus, the frequent buyer program allows you to earn free food, litter, and more. And now Concord Pet has a new location at 2800 Concord Pike, next to Burger King, online at ConcordPetFoods.com. Go hands. Need a doctor but don't have time for appointments? Newark Urgent Care is open 24-7 for all your minor and urgent care needs. At 324 East Main Street in Newark, newarkurgentcare.org. This is Dr. Michael Axe of First State Orthopedics. FSO physicians are UD professors, UD graduates, UD graduates' parents, UD volunteers, UD benefactors, UD mentors, and serve on many UD committees and are huge UD fans. In 2011, UD began its campaign challenge, Dare to be First. FSO's been first in so many ways throughout our state. We are First State Orthopedics. And also like UD, every day FSO dares to make a difference. Call 731-2888 for an appointment with the team of top docs taking care of Delaware. It's hard to miss all the TV lawyer ads. Catchy slogans surround promises of maximum recovery and fighting for your rights. Hi, this is Melissa Rufo of Rufo Associates. We have decades of experience successfully handling injury claims. Our track record with auto accidents, slip and falls, and defective products cases is second to none. We let our results be our slogan. Nobody wants to need a lawyer, but if the need arises, don't take any chances. Get a strong advocate on your side. You need Rufo Associates. Visit RufoLaw.com. That's R-U-F-O Law.com. School bus drivers, custodians, just a few of the education support professionals who help schools in Delaware run smoothly. So take a moment to say thank you to the ESPs in your school. The Blue Hens Football Coaches Show, presented by First State Orthopedics, continues from Klondike Cates in Newark. Welcome back to the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show here at Klondike Cates, presented by First State Orthopedics. And uh, some great news, Klondike Cates and the Marta Shelley Group signed on to keep the coaches show in both football and basketball here through 2021. We're going to be where we belong at Klondike Cates for the coaches show. And now you've got the chance to score big at Klondike Cates if the Blue Hens score big. Every time the Hens score 20 or more points in a game, bring your ticket stub indicates on Sunday and receive 20% off of dinner or simply follow them on social media and share their posts on defense. Whenever the Hens get two or more sacks in a game, you've got 48 hours to get to Klondike Cates and receive buy one, get one free nachos. Awesome deals. We're happy to be back at Kate Park doing some promotions uh, with the football teams. And uh, very thankful for uh, the new ownership here to continue what has become a great tradition to have the coaching Main Street. So speaking of sacks, speaking of uh, uh, defense, you got Making some big changes uh, to the defensive side of the ball, switching to a 3-4 this season. How have the players been adjusting and learning the new scheme? Well, I, th- I thought they got off to a really good start uh, in the spring. They, 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 they were so anxious to start to learn and move forward, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Chris Kosh uh, does a great job um, with our defense, uh, coordinating the defense. Um, the defensive staff uh, in... When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Theory uh, is intact from uh, what we had last year. Um, so that's good. So all of our communication is very much uh, consistent, you know. Um, so th- they were hungry to, to kind of, you know, learn it and, and start to grow and uh, develop within the system. And uh, we're going to be very multiple. I was talking earlier today about, you know, we're going to base out of three, four personnel. And basically what that means is we're going to have three defensive linemen in the game and four linebackers. That's three, four personnel. Um, but we won't always have three hands on the ground and four linebackers standing up. There are a number of defenses in our base defense where one of our outside linebackers will play with his hand on the ground, and we'll play what I would call even spacing, not odd spacing, even spacing, and be in a four-man front. Uh, so the hybrid player... Uh, is uh, really Troy Reader. Uh, I'm sorry, Colby. Colby's the the, uh, hybrid player who's going to be up and down and up and down. And uh, it's going to give us a lot of flexibility uh, to be able to rush three, rush four, drop eight, drop seven, Mm -hmm. and then bring various pressures. I think the biggest thing about the 3-4 defense is the ability to bring multiple linebackers as blitzers or rushers. And uh, offenses, in theory, when you have four hands on the ground, you know the four rushers are those four guys. Mm-hmm. If they bring a fifth guy, they have to do something with their coverage. When there's three hands on the ground, you don't know who the fourth rusher is. Okay, so in not knowing it, it can, and it does create some confusion uh, for the offense. And do you find that it's it's somewhat of an advantage, too? Not only do you have that confusion defensively, but not – all teams, not most teams, run the 3-4, so you're really preparing one week in advance for what you're going to face when you take on the hens. Yeah, and that's true. And then I think even one step further with that is we play a lot of what we'll call two-gapping techniques where our defensive linemen aren't always on the edge and not always in the gaps. You know, a lot of times they'll be lined up nose-on-nose, face-on-face, and just pushing blockers back opposed to being in gaps and getting up the field. And, you know, it's a, it's a philosophical conversation you can have for, you know, hours and hours. I would not want to bore all of you with that. But um, it is a changeup. And, and that's the change. See, in today's game, offensive linemen are more willing and more receptive now to just pushing and moving people in gaps opposed to having to drive them off the ball because so many defenses are gap-oriented and gap-charging. So it kind of forces the offensive linemen to kind of just go toe-to-toe and be man-on-man and try to win the line of scrimmage in in a base block situation. Um, And that's, that's the thing that's the hardest thing for them to prepare for 
more so than just the fact that it's the three, four. It's the fact that this guy is on my nose. He's not on my shoulder. Let's talk about the four in that three, four. When you look at your linebackers, two seniors, Bell and Jackson, a former Big Ten all-rookie team selection and all-CAA performer in Troy Reader, a freshman recruited to play in the ACC. You talked about Colby Reader being that hybrid. When you look at those four, do you see potential to be the best or one of the best linebacking cores in the conference or even further out than the conference? Well, I definitely do. I yeah. mean, I um, you know, it, it does start with the two inside guys who have been, you know, the most recognized, I think. And in this defense, they are the ones that have got to be able to secure the inside of the defense. And uh, uh, Reader and Bell are experienced and they're talented uh, and they're certainly worthy of their accolades. Um, and on the outside, I think Jackson's had a great summer, you know. And, and I have always felt like that is the toughest position to play in our defense. We call him the bandit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's the he is a little bit of a hybrid, you know. Sometimes he's lined up on a big tight end and has to win a physical battle. Sometimes he's going to be lined up to the field, out on a slot receiver, having to play coverage or having to, you know, tackle the bubble screen and, He's a guy that really has to be able to be fluid. And then what we call the cat, the other outside linebacker uh, where Colby's playing, he's kind of the hybrid that stands up, drops in coverage, puts his hand on the ground, rushes the passer, stands up, rushes the passer. Um, So there is a a really good skill set that's involved in being able to do that. And we have four uh, real quality players. in, uh, linebackers to fill those roles. And we have some depth behind them that I'm very excited about. How about up front, a, a different position of, of sorts for Bilal Nichols, who is going to be anchoring that middle. He's got the challenge now of covering two gaps as that nose tackle. Uh, has he been up to the task and how's he coming along learning the new position of captain and all CAA guy? Well, he's been really good. I, I, I do think you can't play this defense if you don't have a good nose guard. I mean, you just can't play it, you know. So, um, you know, he's been very productive. I could really envision him uh, being able to control uh, the inside. Uh, in this league, a lot of teams are running that inside zone and inside zone read and option and all that, and you got to be able to shut that down first. If you can't shut that down, you're not going to shut anything down. So it's going to be a long day if they're running the inside zone all night. So um, by having those two inside backers and Bilal there at the nose, we got good players in there in this scheme uh, to be able to make it work. And then, uh, you know, I think Blaine and Cam have had good camps and, and – uh, I think they are both um, able to uh, be stout in the run game, but yet have some pass rush ability on third down. Uh, so I'm excited about that. They're, they're not one-dimensional guys, you know, as they go out there and take the field on first down, second down, or third down. And many people assume that when you change the defense from 4-3 to the 3-4, it's about the, the guys up front, those seven guys. But you kind of let us know at the presser on Monday that, that when you make those changes, the safeties actually take on a lot of the burden and responsibilities of the 3-4. Explain how that works a little bit for us. Well, I, I think the biggest thing that, that happens is um, you know, the one thing that you know the 3-4 does give you is it's a totally symmetrical defense. Like, matter of fact, it's like when you first learn football, 
Like the first formation they teach you is a three-back set, a T set, T formation, okay? And then they take a guy and they move him out here. Then they take another guy and they move him out here. So everything starts somewhere. All right, so like every defense known to man, over, under, all right, any shifted, overloaded defense, it all starts from the 3-4. It's base, it's balance, it's totally symmetrical. You cover the center, you cover the tackle, you cover the tackle, you have four linebackers, and you have two safeties and two corners. It's totally balanced, totally symmetrical. So as the offense deploys people, you can deploy people and keep your numbers intact and not get outflanked. So the stress then does move back to those safeties because they end up being the guys that kind of have to always adjust to get your numbers and your balance correct. Uh, so there's a lot to learn back there, and I use the word I discipline a lot because our safeties uh, will be very active in the run game, but they've got a lot of responsibility in the pass game. You know, So they are the ones that have got to be disciplined uh, with their eyes and have the kind of focus they need to have to be, be successful back there. And Adderley's got all the skill in the world. Uh, I think Buck has had a really good camp. Uh, he's trying to really buy in and do the things we're asking them to do. And Casey Hinton's got experience and talent. And, and uh, this young Poindexter is going to be a good player. I, I think he's, I think he's embracing it, you know, and and he's learning and growing uh, through the process. And he has the skill set to, to be a good player back there. Redshirt freshman uh, from Bronx, New York, Poindexter, joining a pretty experienced defense out there we are going to take another time out when we come back we'll talk a little special teams we're live from klondike h listening to the blue hens football coaches show presented by first state orthopedics chevrolet of dover wants you to experience the excitement of the fighting blue hens part of the Chevrolet of Dover, Dover Difference Tailgate. You will have a chance to win a pair of tickets and join Chevrolet of Dover at their tailgate with food provided by Capriotis. Go to WDSD.com and click on the Chevrolet of Dover Blue Hens Experience to register and win. All thanks to Chevrolet of Dover, DuPont Highway in Dover, Chevrolet of Dover, find new roads. When you're feeling hungry, you don't want to mess around with a quarter pound meat sandwich. Instead, eat one of Arby's new half-pound roast beef sandwiches. Eight ounces of thinly sliced, tender roast beef. And if you really want a quarter pound of beef, that's cool. Just eat half of a half-pound roast beef sandwich. Introducing Arby's new half-pound roast beef sandwiches. Arby's, we have the meat. fans tired of waiting in toll cash lines well easy pass is the answer easy pass is an electronic toll collection method making traveling more convenient and quicker as you go through participating toll facilities in the northeast easy pass helps reduce traffic congestion for everyone you can get easy pass by simply going to easypassde.com or by calling 1-888-easy-pass-de to open an account visit anchor buick gmc on the williams family auto mall Route 40 at the Maryland-Delaware State Line. At Anchor, it's easy. Do you belong to a local sports organization like Babe Ruth or Ripken Baseball? Or how about the University of Delaware alumni? With Nationwide's Affinity Program from Charles Wallace, you get a discount off your auto insurance. That's in addition to any other discounts you receive. 
It pays to belong. The Affinity Discount, another way to save on insurance from your local agent, Charles Wallace. For info, call 302-998-1412 or go to charleswallaceinsurance.net. International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 313, and its signatory contractors provide the best trained, most competitive, and safest licensed electricians in the state of Delaware. With the ever-changing complexity of the electrical industry, Local 313 electricians go through a rigorous five-year training apprenticeship as well as journeyman continuing education classes. This is done to ensure that the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers provide the most qualified electricians possible. Being that our highly skilled electricians are partnered with our signatory contractors, Local 313 electricians will safely get your job done right, on time, and within budget. From Klondike Kate's on Main Street, this is the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show, presented by First State Orthopedics. Welcome back to the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show here at Klondike Kate's, presented by First State Orthopedics. I'm Scott Klatskin here with head coach Danny Rocco. And a big thanks to National 5 and 10 on Main Street for providing tonight's fan giveaways, including the all-new UD Women's French Terry Pullover and Camp David brand Fighting Blue Hens flag t-shirt. And, of course, we've got your beat Dell State pins uh, and some tickets after the show. We always have some giveaways for everybody that comes on out to show some appreciation here at Klondike Cage. And uh, all these items are available at National 5 and 10 right up the street as well. We talked offense. We talked defense. Now let's talk a little bit about special teams where the punt return game was really a struggle for Delaware a season ago, finished 117th in the country in, in punt return uh, yardage. Where did you see the need for improvement? How has that been coming along? kickoff tomorrow well we spent a lot of time on it so um i'm anticipating pay some dividends with um you know coach allen uh is our special teams coordinator i had mentioned earlier today that uh it's really the first time in my career as a college coach like even when i was at texas i was a special teams coordinator but i also coached the outside linebackers you know so like any place i've ever been the special teams are always divided up by multiple coaches or a special teams coach had also coached the tight ends or something else. This is the first time I've had a guy that really is focusing solely on, uh, and he's done a really good job here uh, this spring and this summer. So put a lot of time in it uh, on it. And uh, right now Jarman and uh, Vinny are, are two uh, primary guys back there. We're mostly being on a, a single return uh, scheme. But uh, they'll be the two guys that will get the most looks uh, here, and we're certainly hopeful to get uh, Jamie some room out there uh, tomorrow night. And how about on the flip side? One more punting the ball. This is the second straight year that Delaware will bring in an ACC transfer punter. Nick Pritchard uh, made his college debut against you, actually, at Richmond when he was at Maryland uh, in 2015. And uh, he, he punted 55 times as a freshman, was a starter for the Terrapins uh, before not playing a season ago. How did his transfer come about? Well, um, my understanding is that uh, Maryland <clears throat> shifted dramatically with the coaching change uh, to a rugby-style system, you know. And a lot of times, uh, if you kind of have your mind made up on that type of style, that's going to determine, you know, who's going to do that job. Um, when I was at Richmond, we went to Maryland uh, one year. We got a butts kick pretty good, um, and, and Nick was the punter. And I can remember studying his film. So I had recollection uh, with him. And I just think it got to be a situation where Nick recognized that uh, with their change in philosophy, he wasn't going to be the guy, you know. And, you know, compete as you may, you know, you're not going to be able to change the philosophical approach they're going to take. So 
it played out real well, and I think he's had a real solid camp. I mean, when he hits it, he hits it, you know, and it, it, can, it can travel, and they can flip the field, you know. So uh, we, we certainly are, are not hoping to punt a lot, you know. <laughs> That's uh, true. But, Hopefully we don't know, need to talk about it. Yeah, but, you know, you, you would like to see him get a chance to, to strike the ball a couple times and, and uh, get some confidence kicking the ball in our stadium. All right, we are going to take another timeout because I want to hear a little bit about the Rocco coaching family. So we're going to take a timeout. We'll hear about the Rocco family, and then we'll get you ready for those Delaware State Hornets coming up the road tomorrow night. It's all coming up on the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show presented by First State Orthopedics. We are live at Climate Cakes. This is Dr. Michael Axe at First State Orthopedics. On behalf of the FSO physicians who were voted Delaware Today's Top Docs in 2017, we are honored. We include Dr. Jeremy Axe, Drew Brady, Alec Bodenstab, Evan Crane, Adam Ginsberg, Heather Gotha, Matthew Hanling, Eric Johnson, Randeep Kalan, Leo Racis, Bruce Rudin, David Soa, Joseph Strait, and James Zaslowski. And me, UD professor and sports orthopedist, Dr. Michael Axe. First State Orthopedics, wow, what a team of top docs taking care of Delaware. Apparently, you've been ordering Domino's new bread twists as a decoy to keep others away from your pizza. Only you suddenly wanted more bread twists for yourself. There are worse things than choosing between either pizza or warm, dunkable bread twists in flavors like Parmesan, garlic, and cinnamon, like deciding between going to the dentist or DMV. So when it comes to giving you the best-tasting problem you've ever had, sorry, you're welcome. Order any two or more of Domino's new bread twists or medium two-topping pizzas for $5.99 each. Two-item minimum handmade pan pizzas may be extra. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. The Blue Hens Football Coaches Show, presented by First State Orthopedics, continues from Klondike Cates in Newark. Told you it would be a quick break. We are back here at the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show at Klondike Cates, and uh, I'm Scott Gonskin here with head coach Danny Rocco. And uh, Coach Rocco, that's something that has uh, been a term for quite some time in this area, and uh, you continue the legacy with your son, who you mentioned. But first, I, I want to talk about your father, Frank Rocco Sr., longtime high school coach and college coach. How did uh, him being a football coach impact your decision ultimately to, to get into the coaching field? Well, I mean, it impacted um, me, you know, th- really throughout my life. I, I grew up, uh, my brother Frank and I, uh, Frank's one year older than me, we grew up uh, just so much entrenched in the game of football. And uh, our dad was a um, high school coach. We started off in suburban Philly. Uh, we were at Great Valley and Conestoga. Uh, then dad went to Easton and then Allentown Allen. And then we went to Lewistown. Then we went to Pittsburgh. My brother and I went to high school in Pittsburgh. We played for my dad. Uh, Then dad went to Altoona. He was the head coach and uh, assistant athletic director. Dad coached a big 33 team in 78. My brother played in 78. I played in the big 33 game in 79. Um, And then my dad was hired by Coach Paterno in 82. Uh, and dad was on staff at Penn State until 2000, where he, he retired. Mom and dad are doing well living in State Good. College. or be here tomorrow night. Good. Uh, but I, um, I'm, I'm one of those, I was one of those young people that knew what he wanted to do, you know, and I, I wanted to be a coach. And I, I really believe that my dad was such an unbelievable mentor to so many people. And, you know, I, I share a story. I'll make it brief. But, you know, I went back to a reunion uh, one year, uh, about 20 years after we had won a, a conference championship at the Fox Chapel High School. 
And when I went back to the reunion, I was hanging out with guys I hadn't seen in 20 years because I didn't get back. Once I left, I was gone. And, and you look at the resume, I mean, I was just gone. So it was a, a celebration. My dad was there. Some of the coaches were there. My brother Frank was there. A lot of our teammates were there. And I remember getting into a conversation uh, with a guy that was a good friend of mine back in 78, 79 on our team. And he shared a story with me about, you know, my dad and what he was doing and uh, some of the things that my dad did for him and his family. And I didn't even know it, you know. And here you are 20 years later kind of saying, oh, my gosh, now I get it. But dad was so committed to his, his young people and, and taking care of his kids. And um, so I, I think that my brother and I got in it for the right reasons. You know, we got in it to be educators and mentors, you know. And uh, uh, and my younger brother, David, uh, has been coaching high school football for 20-odd years. He's also in, in Virginia. Uh, my brother, Frank, coaching uh, at the Liberty Christian Academy. And my son, our son, Julie, and I, our son, uh, David, is uh, coaching at Western Illinois. Uh, he's the wide receiver coach there. Uh, Charlie Fisher's the head coach. Charlie was our offensive coordinator uh, at Richmond. Uh, my last three offensive coordinators, well, my last four offensive coordinators, Scott Wachenheim's the head coach at VMI. Mm-hmm. John Garrett's the head coach at Lafayette. Charlie Fisher's the head coach at Western Illinois. And Brandon Streeter won back-to-back, well, a national championship at Clemson and then lost the year before to Alabama. He coached uh, the quarterbacks the last two years down at Clemson. So I've really been fortunate to be around some really good people. Well, and obviously a, a great mentor to, to those coaches as well who have gone on to great success. You. Uh, you know, you speak about your father and, and you know, hearing stories about what he meant to the community and those that he coached. Uh, on the flip side of that, how much pride do you have now for your son David, who, who is the wide receivers coach, as you mentioned, for a top 25 preseason ranked team in the country? Well, it's really special, I think, for, for me and, and for Julie. Um, David um, worked with me really for the last seven or eight years. He was a student assistant at Liberty. He did video. He did quality control. When I went to Richmond, he came as a graduate assistant, worked with the quarterbacks, worked with the receivers, did quality control, did some personnel stuff. And uh, he was Charlie Fisher's right-hand man on that staff there two years ago at Richmond. So when Charlie got that job, Dave was the first guy he brought with him. And uh, it's really neat. I think it's a it's a very tough profession. It, it's a very demanding uh, profession. Uh, but I think that the, um, the thrill, the joy of uh, – of making an impact, I, I think, is what really motivates us to continue to endure. All right, we are going to take one final timeout very quick. 60 seconds. Stay tuned. We'll hear all about Delaware State on the other side of this timeout from Klondike Cates. It's the Blue Heads Football Coaches Show, presented by First State Orthopedics. Did you know that Bill Earhart of Estate and Elder Law Services is a certified elder law attorney by the National Law Foundation, accredited by the American Bar Association? Bill is recognized as having an in-depth knowledge of the legal issues that impact the elderly, such as estate planning, trust, probate, Medicaid, and more, with over 30 years of experience. Call 651-0113. That's 651-0113 today, or visit estateandelderlawservices.com. 
September 1st is College Colors Day. So wear UD Blue and Gold into the Barnes & Noble UD Bookstore this Friday and receive 20% off UD gear plus specials in the Blue Hen Cafe. Located on Main Street in Newark, the Barnes & Noble UD Bookstore is the official bookstore of the University of Delaware with official Adidas sideline products. Check out udell.edu slash bookstore for sales, hours, and more. So come on in September 1st and celebrate College Colors Day to receive 20% off at the Barnes & Noble UD Bookstore. From Klondike Kate's on Main Street, this is the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show, presented by First State Orthopedics. The Danny Rocco era begins tomorrow night at Delaware Stadium as the Hens get ready to take on Delaware State. I'm Scott Klaskin here with Coach Rocco, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about Delaware State as we close out the hour-long show. But uh, you have an interesting story as to how you, you originally got familiar with this Delaware State Hornets team. Well, I did, and it's really back in 2007, and it happened to be uh, Delaware State's, you know, one of the more prominent teams, you know, that made the FCS playoffs. And uh, I was at uh, Liberty. I was in my second season at Liberty. We had an 8-3 and three season. Uh, we were undefeated in conference play, and we had the big selection show, you know, where we had everybody sitting around waiting to hear our name called. And our name wasn't called, and Delaware State's name was called. So... Uh, they actually came here to Delaware uh, to play in 07. So, you know, so my first impression of the program was just, oh, my gosh, they're in the playoffs and I'm not. So, uh, you know, pretty solid impression. And uh, Delaware played well that day and really controlled the game. But uh, I've got a lot of respect for uh, Coach Carter. i got a lot of respect for the MEAC. I've, I've, uh, I've had a couple of contests here the last couple of years. We had Morgan State in the playoffs two years ago. Had North Carolina A&T this past year. I uh, played North Carolina Central uh, once or twice when I was at Liberty. Uh, and what I see here with this team right now is a lot of moving parts. You know, there's a lot of turnover within the program. Um, I do sense offensively these running backs are really good. Uh, I don't think anyone can make an argument that would diminish what these kids have been able to do carrying the football. And then defensively, uh, they play hard, they play fast, and uh, they got two inside linebackers that I think are, are real ball hawks and, and playmakers. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to go out there and play well and uh, be efficient uh, offensively with the football and finish our drives. Uh, but we're certainly excited about the opportunity to compete and, uh, uh, and work really hard to get our first win of the season. And you were, going back to that 2007 game, you were very kind in telling that story. But was a little piece of you thinking, hey, we would have done a little better than 44-7, to which was the final score of that game when Delaware beat Delaware State. Was part of you thinking that we would have held Omar Cuff to under 288 yards rushing that yeah. day? Yeah, I um... – <laughs> I've, I've got a lot of stories where I'm uh, at left. I was left behind many times, and the, the pain uh, of being left behind is too much to relive. Well, right we'll now. take it. We'll take it out on them tomorrow. How important, though, when you mention a lot of moving parts for this Delaware State team? When you look at the roster, even from last year to this year, not a whole lot of the same names that played in, in that opener against a Delaware. How important is it to? for your team to be able to adjust on the fly and communicate. You were talking about Brody Corn yeah. and communication. How important will that be? Yeah, it's going to be critical. I do think in any opener there's an element of the unknown that's a little more significant than any other game as you get into the season. And then here, like you had mentioned with Delaware State, there's just been a lot of turnover. And they've lost some kids, but they've brought a lot of kids in. And you try to do the best you can, you know, 
in today's world, you get on Huddle and you get on, you can get on Twitter and you can find videotape to kind of look at some of this personnel that you weren't able to watch on game film uh, from a year ago. So, from the very beginning, though, uh, this week or this week and a half, we, we've been focusing on our football, our brand, uh, and really focusing on our execution and our core offense and defense. Now, we've certainly been working against the things that we're expecting to see, and we've certainly been studying the film that we have on hand to get the best feel for our opponent. But this is more about us here uh, tomorrow night, our ability to uh, execute, play with intensity, uh, passion, uh, but in the same time play with poise and confidence. And I think I've said this to you here once, but I think to me the whole, the magic of the whole thing is to be able to be that team that plays with the edge of the underdog, okay, but yet with the confidence of a champion. And the teams that I admired the most are like you know, the New England Patriots. I mean, New England has a chip on their shoulder every single week. They don't play down to anybody. They go into a game like they're the underdog, mm-hmm. like, like someone's angered them. But in the key moments, they have the confidence of a champion. You know, and that, that's rare. And when you can get a team to kind of have that, you don't have the ups and downs that is extremely common in college football. I mean, it's everywhere, you know. Uh, so th- that's something that we're really wanting to work towards, and I'm hopeful tomorrow we can take a step in that direction. Final minute of the show, Coach. Uh, it's been a fun hour with you, and uh, I just want to ask before tomorrow night, uh, what are you looking forward to most uh, about tomorrow against the Hornets? Well, other than just, you know, the team playing well and playing a real solid brand of football, I'm looking forward to the atmosphere. And I mentioned the atmosphere uh, a couple times when I visited here prior uh, in 12 or 13, whatever year that was. And the band, the student body, the energy, the enthusiasm, the tailgating, you know, all those things that I really believe are a big part of the college football experience. And I'm looking forward to all of those things as we head out of the tunnel uh, and onto the field to kick off the 2017 season. Coach, uh, there has not been this much excitement going into a season in quite some time. We are really excited to have you here. Best of luck tomorrow. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Head coach Danny Rocco. In 22 hours, we'll be back on the air with Blue Hens game day pregame show from outside of Delaware Stadium. That's at 6 o'clock. It all leads up to the season opener at 7 o'clock right here on WDSD-FM 94.7. And, uh, of course, we'd rather see you at the stadium, though. So visit bluehens.com for tickets. Let's make sure we pack the house against DSU tomorrow night for Coach Rocco. Rob Tyler in the back on site helping us out. Benny Pinella and Ronnie Vickers back in the studio, plus the entire Klondike Kate staff. We're so happy to be back. Thank you so much uh, to get this coach's show started on a, a great note. I'll talk with you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And as always, go Hens! This has been the Blue Hens Football Coaches Show presented by First State Orthopedics. Live every Wednesday from Klondike Cates. On the air at 94.7 WDSD. Online at WDSD.com and on the go using the iHeartRadio app. For more, visit us at WDSD.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Blue Hens Radio. Thanks for listening. Go Hens!